Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on? And welcome back to The Nothing Show. I'm your host, Clay, and this is episode 70. Today, we are going to be going over the NFL Championship Round recap. The games that we're going to be discussing consists of the Bengals versus Chiefs and the 49ers versus Rams. And next episode, which will come out on Saturday, is going to be a preview for the Super Bowl in which I predict who's going to win and the keys to success for both teams. So without further ado, let's get right into this, the NFL Championship Round recap, my thoughts and takeaways. All right, first up, the Bengals versus Chiefs. I thought the Chiefs would win this game and I thought they'd ultimately go on to win the Super Bowl. They did not. They came out to a really strong, convincing lead. I think it was a 21-3 point lead or something like that. Uh, it wasn't looking like the Bengals were going to stay in it for much longer. And then the Bengals scored a touchdown in halftime before halftime. They got a stop and they had some momentum going to the second half and came back and held the Chiefs to just three points in the second half. And they got them off the field in overtime. Man, this was a fantastic game. The Bengals are so legit. I did not expect them to get this far. And not even like my original season prediction. I'm saying like in the postseason, I didn't expect them to get this far. Even after they beat the Raiders, even after they beat the Titans, I still slept on them. I apologize. This was a masterclass from the Bengals. My goodness. Joe Burrow, fantastic game. 250 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Doesn't really look like the most insane stat line, but the biggest takeaway is that he is leading this team to wherever they need to go. He doesn't crumble under pressure. He doesn't give up. He's a leader, and I really, really like this game from him. The rushing attack was pretty good. Uh, Joe Mixon had 88 yards, but the receiving core, man. T. Higgins, six, six receptions, 103 yards. Jamar Chase, just as many receptions for half as many yards. And then a few other guys were in the mix there. The defense showed out in the second half, particularly the guys like Eli Apple, Von Bell, B.J. Hill, Jesse Bates, Trey Hendrickson, Logan Wilson, Sam Hubbard, Jadobia Wuzie, Jermaine Pratt. This defense is great. I really like this defense. They're not really going to lose too many players. They're going to lose like some placeholders, but I think in the draft and free agency, they're going to keep this team together for the most part. Um, I, the defense really is going to be the make or break next week. I'll touch more on this next episode, but man, if that defense can show out like they did in the second half and in overtime, if they can shut the Chiefs down, I don't see why they can't shut the Rams down. So man, that it's it's really the stories about that defense and the offense not giving up, leading the team and staying in the mix. For the Chiefs, it's it's tough because the Chiefs standards are so high that exiting in the AFC Championship round almost seems like a loss. Uh, like in the long term, it seems like a disappointing season. I don't think that's the case. They started off pretty weak. I think they were like like three and four for a little bit. They were not good. They were in the middle of the pack in the AFC West. And it looked like the Chargers and Raiders were definitely going to win the division over them. But they, they changed things. Um, Mahomes was okay in this game. Really strong in the first half. Pretty bad in the second half. Uh, two interceptions. Under 300 yards passing. And three touchdowns. The rushing game was pretty good. I mean, Jarek McKinnon and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire have matched up with each other really well in the postseason. They've been that consistent run game that you need in order to keep the defense honest so you can get those long passing plays through Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, McCole Hardman. And that was pretty much what happened in the first half. Uh, I hate to sound like a broken record, but this is really how it went. Chiefs by a landslide in the first half, Bengals by a landslide in the second half. It's that simple. Hill had a great game. Kelsey had a great game. Hardman had a great game. McKinnon had a great game. All these guys on the, in the receiving field. And then the, on the defense... 
Tyron Matthew was coming back from an injury, but he played pretty well. Legereus Sneed was probably the best player on defense, had an interception, eight tackles. Uh, but but they really couldn't stop the Bengals in the second half. Even the special teams for the for the Chiefs felt like they they outperformed. Uh, the coaching, the penalties, it felt like the Chiefs had most things go their way. Uh, but the Bengals, man, it's unbelievable how they were able to stay in it. Uh, I don't think the Chiefs really have to change anything going into the next season. It's like the Bills last year losing in the AFC Championship. Do they really have to change anything? It's disappointing to lose the game before the Super Bowl, but I don't think you really have to change anything. Maybe you want to add another wide receiver because you've got a tight end and a wide receiver one, but not really a super strong wide receiver two. I could see that. There's always players you can add to a team, but this team doesn't have to rebuild in any way, shape, or form. They didn't lose a defensive or offensive coordinator like some people thought they'd lose Eric Bieniemy. He's going to be staying with the Chiefs another year. So this team's going to stay together and they're going to be back next year. As far as we know, and as far as we can tell for the next few years, the Chiefs are going to have the AFC run through them. So not going to be a surprise at all if the Chiefs end up in this game again next year. Next up on the NFC side, the San Francisco 49ers and the Los Angeles Rams matched up in LA. Huge show out from the fans of both teams. The 49ers fans came down from San Francisco and a lot of them are located in LA to begin with. So some of them didn't have to do that much travel. Of course, Los Angeles probably has a few less fans due to the recency of their team coming to Los Angeles. But because they were the home team, they it was pretty evenly matched. Uh, it was it was awesome to see like a two side battle from the two teams. And it was awesome to have a close game because fans were in it until the very end. Uh, for the Rams, Matt Stafford, 31 for 45, 337 yards, two touchdowns. Good performance, got his team the win. Matt Stafford really is the truth, coming over from Detroit. A lot of people thought he was good, weren't sure, wasn't sure if he was good enough. Uh, I think we've now we've confirmed that he is definitely good enough. The ground game was a little lackluster, but when you're going up against a defensive front like the 49ers, probably one of the best in the league, if not the best, with all those guys on the D-line and those strong linebackers, and the DBs to back it up, uh, it's it's tough to run the ball on them. Uh, they, but they, they they definitely won this game in the air. Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham combining for 20, 20 receptions and 250 yards. Cooper Cup had two touchdowns, really strong showing from the offense. And they even had like a drop touchdown in the end zone that would have been like a big, big play. Uh, so even even with these insane stats, some of these guys left some yardage out there. Backup tight ends, Kendall Blanson came in, had a good game, five receptions for 57 yards. I think that was like uh, this, this. He caught like his second or third career pass in this game and had a had an incredible night. So it was awesome to see that game was packed with action. Defense was good from the from the Rams. Fun to see Eric Weddle out there. Nick Scott had a good game. Troy Reader had a good game. A bunch of these DBs had like some some big plays. And uh, of course, didn't hear much from Jalen Ramsey. Pretty much locked down. He wasn't following Cooper Cup around the field the whole game. Uh, Sean McVay had some interesting challenge calls. He challenged two plays. Both of them uh, 0 for 2 on those. Ran out of timeouts pretty early. Uh, I, I, I get it. Like, if you want to challenge a play take that break time out even if you don't think you're going to get it like i understand that but in a playoff game you'd think that you just want to save those for the end um i didn't agree with those calls but they won the game that's really all that matters uh, i know sean mcveigh came out after the game and said uh those were on me uh, I, i'm not sure if he really thought he was going to win them i think he might have just been trying to slow the game down let his team 
get a little bit of a breather after uh, a questionable call. So uh, I don't mind him, but, you know, it's hard to if the if the 49ers had won that game and the Rams ran out of time when they uh, when they might have gotten the ball back with a chance to tie or bring it to bring it to overtime or win uh I think I think then people might be saying other stuff but because they won it's all good they're going to the Super Bowl no worries there uh for the Niners Jimmy Garoppolo is pretty much guaranteed to be gone I don't see a world in which he comes back to San Francisco I think that some teams in the market for him are the, I know the Washington football team is, uh, and a few other teams out there who are looking for a bit of a a bridge quarterback who can give them one or two or three good seasons while they're drafting a quarterback or looking into developing a guy. So Jimmy Garoppolo is definitely a good quarterback. I, he gets some hate because he missed some throws, and on the last offensive possession for the 49ers, he threw a pick, but it was kind of, they were already down by three, scrambling. He's just trying to make something happen. I don't pin much of that blame on him. Um... What you get from Jimmy is like a good guy who's going to do what the system requires. And I like him for that. I appreciate him for that. He's been good to the 49ers. The 49ers have been good to him. And it's time for him to get a new opportunity elsewhere. We'll see where that place is. But I hope he gets his fair shot as a starter with a with a good enough roster around him where he can make some noise in the playoffs once again. Because Jimmy G, it's always fun when he's in the playoffs because you never know what you're going to get. Um, you never know if you're going to get a super strong running game in which Jimmy Garoppolo barely throws the ball like we saw in 2019. Or maybe he throws it 30 times like he did against the Rams in the NFC Championship. I like Jimmy and I hope he's with a good team again next year. Rushing, also not very good for the 49ers. Debo and Elijah Mitchell combined for less than 50 yards, and they were they were the Niners' two leading rushers. So not really much to blame on the Niners. Instead, this is just a really good defensive performance in the Rams. You've got some big bodies in the defensive line. you got Aaron Donald. You've got Joseph Day. You've got Von Miller. And then the linebackers, of course. Uh, so... The, the 49ers really stayed in this with their game plan and just receiving and controlling the game as much as they could. Uh, Debo had 72 yards and a touchdown. Ayuk had 69 yards. Elijah Mitchell has had 50 receiving yards. George Kittle, a touchdown and 27 yards. So really spreading the ball out. Um, the defense played really, really, really well. Kept him in this game. Fred Warner, Jimmy Ward. Jaquiski Tart dropped a pick at the end of the game that would have given the Niners the ball back with, I think, a tied game. That might have been the difference maker, but a lot of people are blaming the whole loss on him. Oh, if he had caught that pick, he would have got the ball back and the Niners would have had a chance to win the game and they probably would have done it. I don't see that. I I saw the momentum really being in favor of the Rams at that point in the game. I was pretty confident they would win at that point. Uh, The 49ers hadn't scored at all in the fourth quarter. Offense wasn't clicking at all. Rams already had 10 points in the fourth at that at that uh, moment in the game. So I don't think Tart lost in the game. Obviously, if he catches that, it could be a different result. But overall, I see the Niners' failure, failure to move the ball in the fourth quarter as the reason they lost the game. And I think the Niners agree because now they're moving away from Jimmy Garoppolo and they think Trey Lance is going to give him some more mobility in situations like that. He can scramble, make some more uh, tough throws and overall just some more youth, some more time to develop him and form him into what he needs to be to play as the 49ers franchise quarterback. Um, I don't think the 49ers have to do anything like super ridiculous this offseason they don't have to make any blockbuster trades or any big free agency signings I think they've proven that they can win with this team with the strong defense strong running game and these creative uh wide receivers like like Ayuk and Debo Samuel 
Um, I would maybe like to see a few better offensive linemen because it, the offensive line is pretty good. It's it's about it's a little bit above average. But what I will say is that if they want to keep doing these these running tricks with with the wide receivers and they want this running scheme where they don't have a super strong running back and instead they just get a bunch of guys out there and just just get all those fresh guys out there. I think that you want to invest in some more offensive linemen. Uh, and, and then th- you can never have too much on defense, especially on the defensive line. I think that they could add more there. And defensive back is also another place that the 49ers really should address because a lot of their guys are on one-year deals and might be gone next year. So I think you could definitely add some depth there. Uh, I think in the first round, they could be in the market for a quarter cornerback or safety. Great effort from both teams. Of course, when you've got Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan, these two teams are going to be in the same division for the next five, 10 years with the same coaching staff and some of the same players. So these, these, I have a feeling where these teams might meet in the NFC championship game, or at least the NFC playoffs again, sometime very soon. All right, everyone. Well, that does it for episode 70 of Nothing Show. This was the NFL Championship Round Recap. I want to thank you all so much for listening. As I said earlier, next week will be, or sorry, next episode. It's actually going to come out in about three days from now. That's going to be the Super Bowl preview, keys to victory, stuff like that. I'm going to offer my final prediction, my MVP pick, my score pick. So make sure to tune in for that. And once again, thank you all so much for listening. This is Clay from The Nothing Show signing out, and I'll see you all next week.